All right. Welcome to Mind Bidding Leadership. I am your host, Seth Campbell, and my mission is to equip you with the real world tactics that improve your leadership skills, build your wealth, and cause you to leave a multi-generational impact on your world. Today is episode number six. We are going to get into something you're going to love the title. It's called Tree Shakers and Jelly Makers. This is a lesson in behavior profiling. For those of you that know me, I nerd out on behavior profiling for many years. This is a lesson put into a framework. We're going to make it very simple and a framework, tree shakers and jelly makers that you will never forget. I was actually taught this framework, the tree shaker, jelly maker type of saying from a gentleman named Paul Morris. And uh, he's an author, co-author. Here's his book, Wealth Can't Wait. Really incredible book, him and David Osborne. I went to a class taught by Paul Morris long, long time ago, and he taught this tree shaker, jelly maker concept and i probably have added way more to it as i tend to do than was originally intended and yet it is something that will stick with you forever i i I guarantee and we all fit into this category so let's go through it and the general concept is all human beings fit into one of these two categories you're either a tree shaker or a jelly maker now a tree shaker what does a tree shaker do I want you to listen and take notes. Like as we go through this, is this me? Because I'm going to go through some of the strengths and weaknesses like we all have on these things, some of the tendencies we have. And hopefully throughout this lesson, you'll be able to recognize where your next opportunity is for your own personal growth and effectiveness. And also maybe who's missing in your life or what needs to change in your environment such that you can then become more effective And if you're on a work team, you'll be able to go back and have some great conversation around that. So tree shakers, by the basic nature, a tree shaker shakes trees to drop fruit. So they find these fruit trees and they shake them to drop fruit to the ground. They wake up every day. Here's what I think about wake up word is more. So what does that mean? Like they, they wake up thinking more opportunity, more wealth, selling more cakes. They generally just think more. They wake up generally thinking more. So if you generally wake up or you think back on your life, man, I'm, I have this and I naturally say more, or, or I like this. I naturally want more. I naturally move towards building, towards creation, towards quantity, you're probably leaning towards tree shaker. So they shake trees and drop fruit. Now, jelly makers, what do jelly makers do? They take the fruit, pick it up off the ground, and they turn it into the most amazing desired jelly on the planet. They take this fruit off the ground and they do this magic recipe and they can turn it into this jelly that is so incredible. Everybody in the world wants it. They wake up thinking, so tree shaker, more, jelly maker, right. Let's make this right. Let's make this better. Let's improve. Let's let's have a, a higher quality. So that would be where the jelly maker, the jelly maker fits. So all humans do lean one way. It is not a tie. You're not both. Now you may do both. You may be alone in what you do. You may be responsible for both. However, you wake up, you're hardwired to lean one way or the other. You're stronger naturally in one direction or the other. And that's really what you want to identify first. 
where is my natural tilt? Where's my natural lean? More or right? Shaking trees or making jelly and making it great. And that becomes the crux of the whole conversation. And you can stop right there and say, which one is better? Which one does the world need more? If I ask you that question right now, the answer is obvious. You need them both. And thus becomes the very beginning of this because you may have grown up, like you might be saying like, oh man, I'm a tree shaker. I'm a hardcore tree shaker. I'm a hardcore jelly maker. And I've been criticized for that. I'm a hardcore tree shaker. People criticize me all my life for being too aggressive, too ambitious, too this. I'm a hardcore jelly maker. People call me perfectionist. I call myself perfectionist. I now have turn that into a negative connotation. And I want you just to relax on that for a little bit and, and attempt to let go of the negative connotation. All things certainly can be taken too far. We've talked about that in previous episodes. It's good until it's not good. We can overuse our strengths, use them at inappropriate times and cause more damage. That's true. However, how you're hardwired is just right. So however it is, if you're one of those people, I just want to address that right up front. If you're one of those people that has been criticized, labeled for either one or two of those sides, let that go, at least for now, and accept the fact that I'm needed too. If you also have put one better than the other, drop that. Drop that. Depending on the industry, there's plenty of industries that somehow see the tree shaker. It tends to be like the salesperson out there winning the awards. We tend to give them the awards and not the operation staff. That's how a lot of businesses are set up. And I'm here to tell you, okay, how good is it going to be with just a tree shaker? You're not getting jelly that way. And how good, how good is it going to be with just a jelly maker? You're going to run out. So both are needed. Both are equally important. Both have a role to play. It's time for us to just recognize that and build our strengths as high as we can around that, build the greatest possible teams around that. So let's talk about how it shows up. One of the things is understanding that there's a spectrum here. So maybe write this down. Like most things in behavior profiling, there's a spectrum. And we can narrow it down to maybe three kind of key pieces, say extreme, mid, and less. So let's go through what that looks like. And let's help you narrow down which one of these you might be. So let's start with a tree shaker. An extreme tree shaker, the, the extreme, by the way, usually means it controls me. And anything in behavior profiling, it's that thing owns me or I own that character trait. That character trait owns me or I own that. That's not to say, hey, that's an excuse. It's a card. Don't be a victim and say, I have no control. That's just how I am. Throw that away. However, if it's really controlling to you. So an extreme tree shaker, Man, they're like crazy, don't stop, don't care which tree they even shake. They don't care how big of a mess they make. Some of y'all are like, oh my gosh, he knows me. They don't care who's cleaning up the mess. They don't even care sometimes if the tree has fruit. They're like, man, I don't even, I don't even check to see if there's fruit on there. I'll just shake it. Maybe some leaves will fall down. I don't even know. It could be bare. I'm just still going to shake a tree because it's a tree and it needs to be shaken. That's the extreme tree shaker. The, the mid-level tree shaker, they are um, going to find trees. So they're going to look, then they're going to inspect. And that's not like a long inspection. It's, is this the kind of fruit I'm looking for? Is this the kind of tree I'm looking for? Is this a good tree? It's enough fruit. And then they're going to shake. And that's a fast process. It's not a, 
slow time finding slow time like mid means they move quickly but it's like find inspect shake that quick find inspect shake find inspect shake on the lower end the less extreme tree shaker it's going to be more like inspect shake it's going to the so there's less there's little to no find so in other words they're not they aren't looking at okay i see 15 trees here i eyeball about five that probably fit that would be more mid-level i find this one and i probably see the next one already where the extreme one is just, i'm gonna go shake them all like i don't even stop to see they're all mine the mid-level person like i see these 15 trees like about five i already have my eye on i'm gonna take a quick look i'm gonna take quick inspect i'm gonna start shaking on the lower end the less extreme tree shaker is probably just going to do one and they're going to inspect again and then start shaking please recognize though they do shake they don't just get stuck in inspection they're just less extreme and and they're less towards the quantity and they're less towards the mess however they still will make a mess they still will shake they'll still make it they'll still make it rain got it so think if you're on team tree shaker where do you fit on the spectrum extreme mid or low now let's talk to team jelly maker, extreme jelly maker, one fruit at a time. And I want you to think about less flexibility, right? To change fruit to jelly requires like a recipe, right? A, a cooking process, a, a transformation process. And there's less flexibility, more rigid. Is there a word? Rigidity? Is that a word? If not, I just made it up. Uh, they're more rigid in in how they do it so it's one fruit at a time i have this mental image of the perfect fruit i know one recipe and i refuse to let alterations i need this exact ounces of fruit this is extreme tree jelly maker i need it to be exactly this to fit my recipe otherwise i can't use it and i will keep looking through fruit until i find that one because i'm sticking to my recipe i refuse to adjust it whatsoever some of y'all are like, oh my gosh, that's right. And, and that would be like the perfectionist, just to correlate. That would be your deeper into that game. And remember, perfectionism is really a lack of flexibility, a lack of, I can start to do something with this. It doesn't quite fit, yet I can still make something from this. It, it's an acceptance level. So extreme jelly maker, one fruit at a time, inspect does it fit my mental image of not of what is perfect that I need for this one single recipe that I will not alter? And one of the downsides of that is obviously the rest of the fruit may spoil as they go through that, or there might be some pieces that could have been used that go through that. So in the middle, you see that kind of open back up. It's the person, the chef, so to speak, that can say, you know what? I can flex. I can make, I can adjust my recipe. I'm going to take what I got and I'm going to turn it into great jelly. I'm going to do my best. I've learned enough tricks of the trade. I've been flexible. I've probably been through enough things. I used to think that fruit was no good, but man, I, I have history now. So you see sometimes the more experienced jelly maker starts to chill out a little bit. And they, and all that is they've learned over time. Oh, you know what? You can still use that. You still make that work. That's not as bad as I thought. It's not as big of a deal as I once used to think. So now I'm chill out with it. I can make recipes out of almost anything. I'm flexible. I got tricks of the trade. That's a mid-level jelly maker. On the less end of the jelly maker, it, it takes that a little bit further. 
and it may be sloppy. It may be borderline sloppy. It may be across the line of sloppy. It may be, yeah, I'm throwing stuff in a pot and I'm making jelly and the jelly one day tastes good. The next day tastes terrible. I don't, I'm not even hundred percent sure what caused that difference in output, but I am outputting jelly. I am a jelly maker and I do think quality. I do think just not too extreme, just not too extreme. Now here's the deal on both of those bottom ones, the, the less of the tree shaker and jelly maker that actually could be somebody on the wrong team. So in other words, if I'm a tree shaker in a jelly maker role, I'm going to appear lower on the spectrum of the jelly maker because I'm not really on the spectrum. I, I'm going to be sloppy. I'm going to put stuff together. So where you have to ask yourself is, am I jelly maker, low spectrum, lower end of the spectrum, or am I really just a tree shaker? And I think you can be okay with that. Wherever your answer lies, go back to your deep seated wake up word. I wake up more or I wake up and there is no right or wrong on that. Either one is the right answer. So just stick with it internally what it is. So let's talk about how these show up now. We think like some real world scenarios where it shows up. Now, if I am in business many times, when we start a business, we are a solopreneur, we're alone, and this could be in any industry. So if I'm a tree shaker and I have no jelly maker, I'm both. I have to stop, pick up fruit, make jelly. What's the downside of that? It's slow. The upside is I'm learning the process. I probably can one day ma manage the whole process. I, I had to walk in the shoes of the jelly maker to see kind of how the jelly's made. And I get to experience that side of things. I'm probably not naturally gifted at it. I may not become naturally gifted at it yet. That's the thing. Now here's the, the difficult part in like in any business, as you start to grow, is, can I bring on a jelly maker? Can I bring on a partner? Can I bring on that person? And that's a tough situation, a tough thing to make. And what you have to recognize is what is the downside to my slowness? What's the cost? What's the opportunity cost of me going too slow by not bringing that person? And for those of you who are in business and you look at your profit and loss statement, there's one line item of expenses that's not written on your profit and loss statement that if it was, would be the biggest expense you have. And that's called opportunity cost. That is opportunity that you're leaving on the table because you didn't invest in the other side. You didn't invest in the jelly maker. You didn't invest in the right jelly maker and opportunity costs is the most expensive piece on your, or you have the wrong one, or you're not converting your leads or whatever it may be. Um, the opportunity cost is the most expensive cost that's on a PL that you don't see. So just think solarpreneur is okay with no jelly maker until it's not okay. And the opportunity cost is too high. If you need advice on that, just reach out. I'm more than happy to listen to your story, listen to your business and give you some advice on that. Just reach out. Now let's go, if I'm a jelly maker by myself and I got no tree shaker, what do I have to do? I got to do both. I need to shake a tiny bit off the tree. Sometimes I've seen jelly makers, they don't even shake because I don't want to be violent on the tree. I'm going to climb up, reach up, grab one, pull it down, turn it into a little tiny shot glass of fruit. I don't know, or jelly, whatever that is. I don't know if I'm allowed to say shot glass. And yet it doesn't produce a lot yet. I'm going, I don't really like doing that. Yet I'm going to, I'm going to climb up, pull my own. Now, depending what your goals are, that could be totally fine. My goal is to be 
make like this the the smallest ama most amazing amount of jelly in the world that people get to use once okay if that's your goal more power to you if your goal is to make an impact to really get your stuff out there really be seen and make an impact in one way or another have a generational impact like we like to say you need a tree shaker you need to go find one that matches your style and that you can work along with so let's talk about the next phase. Sometimes you have the wrong one. So let's go to tree shaker with a weak jelly maker, a mismatch. How does that look? Man, that one is one of the hardest ones. This one is painful for both sides. If I'm a tree shaker and I have a weak jelly maker, then what do I have to do? I have to stop. I have to stop and help. 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 The mess is picking up. I don't naturally care too much about the mess, but what I do care about is the jelly. The jelly is how we get paid. Jelly is how we grow. Jelly is our output. I care about that. So I got to stop and help or worse. Both of these have an or worse. This is the worst. And I wrote it down in all caps. Maybe you write it down in all caps too. I slowed down just so they can keep up. I slow down shaking trees so that they can keep up. If you are a jelly maker and you are partnered with the wrong, or I'm sorry, if you are a tree shaker, if you are a tree shaker and you're partnered with the wrong jelly maker, and right now you are slowing down shaking trees so your jelly maker can keep up, it's like you dying inside. You resign to life. That is the worst thing you can do. Stopping and helping is even better than that. It's not a great answer. It's better than that. Do not slow down. Do not slow down. Now, if I am a jelly maker and I have a weak tree maker, a mismatched tree maker, what do I start doing? I start kicking the tree sometimes. I've seen that. I've seen jelly makers where, man, you're not making a rain up. I'm over here making jelly. I'm going to put one foot out and start kicking the tree and knock some down myself. I start kicking the tree myself. I, I start trying to make leads happen. I start trying to give myself some more work. I start trying to bring in my own business or bring in some business for this place because you're not doing it. And this is on the line or worse. I become bored and I lose belief in the mission itself. I resign. I resign to life. I resign to this role. I stay in the role resigned. It's the same as the other side. The or worse is, I don't even really believe in this anymore. I thought we were going to make a whole bunch of jelly. Clearly, this tree shaker is not going to ever produce enough or they're distracted or they're out doing their stuff or they don't, they're not as much. Their words were bigger than their actions. And I, I'm bored and I just don't care as much. I show up every day and I just don't care as much. I'm going to make my jelly. I'm going to do my thing. My heart's out. That's the or worse. So if you're there on either side, it's time to take action. What action should you take? You might think, oh, I'm going to go fire my tree shaker, fire my jelly maker. Maybe. Here's what I would suggest. I would suggest that go through a process, a three-part process. Clarify. What are our expectations? I expect you to shake this much. I expect you to make this much jelly. Let's re-clarify expectations of that role with that other person. Then I'm going to train to that expectation. And then I'm a coach to them living out that expectation. So it is clarified, trained coach, one, two, three. 
And once I clarify, we're on the same page, I make sure they're trained to that so they know how. And then I coach through actually doing it, which could be like limiting beliefs. It could be they're not time managing that. I'm going to coach through the implementation of what they learn through the training. And should they still just not do it, then it's probably time to part ways. And one thing that is going to sound counterintuitive, this is a little bit of a mind bender for you. Write this down. Sometimes no one is better than someone. And that goes against a lot of rules of, of leverage, which I love to teach. However, no one is better than the wrong one. You're better off being by yourself than being by the, being with the wrong one too long and getting to that place of resignation. So do not let yourself hang on. Somebody's better than nobody. No, many times nobody is better than somebody when it's the wrong somebody. So clarify, train coach. And if it's still the wrong somebody, it's time to go back to no one until you get the right someone. Make sense. All right. So now. Let's wrap up some of the thinking on here. And hopefully by now you start to identify where you are on the spectrum and hopefully where your next opportunity is. And I want you to think of opportunity in two different ways, internal and external. Internally, we all have an opportunity. Where do I need to be more flexible in my, my thinking? Where do I need to change? Where do I need to adjust? And then the second piece is what may need to change in my environment. We tend to know that one really fast and lose accountability on the first one, but the first one is the one that's more important. So where am I at? What do I need to change first, personally? Where do I need to be better at this? And then what may need to change in my environment? So now one thing I wanna hit on with some mindsets before we get too locked into this, man, you gave me the green light to be a tree shaker, a jelly maker, and I'm running out to the hills. I wanna ask you some thoughts here. Does the tree shaker, remember what does the tree shaker wake up thinking? They wake up thinking more. Does the tree shaker need to want, does the jelly maker need to want more? Does the tree shaker need to want right? Yes. And it's because bad fruit equals bad jelly. Unwanted fruit equals unwanted jelly. So in other words, if I'm a tree shaker and I hang my hat on, oh, I got permission to only obsess over more and I'm going to only think quantity and I don't ever need to think quality, I will hit a limit of my effectiveness because at some point, can the greatest jelly maker in the world turn the wrong fruit that I shook into something good? Probably not. If it's the wrong fruit, it's the wrong fruit. The greatest jelly maker in the world ain't fixing that. Or if it's fruit that nobody wants, that ain't going to help. So I do need to care about quality. And that's a tough piece to grasp. When you have the green light to obsess over quantity, I do need to care about quality. So what's the fix? Here's something maybe you can write down and think about. I'm going to think to myself, Quantity changes my year. Quantity plus quality changes my life. I didn't say go switch to quality. That will mess you up. What I say, quantity plus quality, in that order, by the way. I need to think 80% quantity, 20% quality, 70% quantity, 30% quality, something along those lines, not much different, not even 50 50. Quant quantity will change my year. I'll make good money. Quantity plus quality. I'll be wealthy. It'll change my life now. And what does that look like back to the analogy is I'm scoping out a lot of trees. So I'm thinking quantity, I'm scoping out a lot of good trees. I'm thinking quality inside of that. So I don't just want 
one amazing tree. I want 10 amazing trees, which means I probably need to go look at a hundred and I'm willing to do that work. I'm willing to do that work. If I don't, I'm going to limit my success, limit my impact. And what I'll end up doing is I'll actually end up creating a roller coaster experience. And that's one that I've struggled with, or I had to learn the hard way rather is only going quality or only going quantity so much. Cause I'm a tree shaker such that it, it'll be like great time, bad time. Eventually the bad fruit will catch up. The bad fruit will catch up. So keep an eye on quality, seek out quality. And then you realize how hard it is to build a very big business because if I need to find 10 or a hundred amazing trees, oh my gosh, I got to find a thousand trees. Now, does the jelly maker need to want more? I wake up every day thinking, right, do I need to want more? Yes, because not enough jelly equals lost opportunity. And here's one of the most important rules you can, or, or sayings you could ever remember if you're a jelly maker. If you're a jelly maker, most likely you're on a salary. Most likely you're in operations or something on those lines. You have stability. You care about stability. You want stability, including in your compensation. The reality is everybody in the world is on commission. A lot of tree shakers are working on commission. They got to go hunt. They got to go shake the trees. You're on a salary. However, have you learned yet that you're on a commission too? What do you mean by that? Is if the company doesn't make sales, what happens to your job? So everybody's on commission. It's just a matter of if you get paid directly by commission or through commission, your salary comes via sales in another way. So always remember, everybody's on commission. So not enough jelly equals lost opportunity and maybe lost company, lost job. And plus on the softer side, it also means less time off for you. It means less freedom, less help. I can't tell you how many small businesses that are just on the cusp of growing where jelly makers are screaming for help, yet there's not enough sales to pay for them to get help. And they're hitting the brake pedal on the growth of the company saying, slow down. I can't keep making enough jelly. And there's this weird spot in business where we all work way too many hours. And if that person hits the brake pedal too long and the, the tree shaker doesn't keep going, they slow down to let that person catch up. That person, the jelly maker actually just messed up their own chance for help. It's counterintuitive, but at that point, the jelly maker's okay, I'm going to, I'm going to buy my tongue and I'm going to want more, a little bit more messy, a lot more jelly. So I can get some freaking help around here. So as a jelly maker, remember more sales, more fruit, more jelly equals more help, more support. You're not alone. And here's another counterintuitive thought. Speed increases accuracy. And, and you may not know this, but I, uh, a lot of you know, I was worked at McDonald's was my first job before I got into uh, real estate or growing my own businesses and starting my own businesses. And as I climbed the ladder at McDonald's, there was this incredible stat. I'm a big stat nerd that it had to do with speed and accuracy. And I'll never forget it. It actually changed my paradigm on this exact topic on quantity and quality. And there's a stat and it was about drive-through and accuracy. How many times you've been through McDonald's and a drive-through, you got your order messed up. Did you know that orders that are ready and prepared, like they, they have it ready in 90 seconds or less, faster, 96% accurate. Orders that 
took over 90 seconds to make, the accuracy drops dramatically. It goes to 70% accuracy, like 50% accuracy over 120 seconds, things like that. You would think, oh, if they took longer, if they went slower, they'd get my order. It's exactly the opposite. It's statistically proven. Why is that? It's because when you go fast, you end up having muscle memory. You end up being more efficient. You end up being in the zone. When you slow down, you introduce more opportunity and variables to actually make more mistakes. I, I'm telling you, speed increases accuracy when it's systematic, when it's on a system. A lot of times we think speed is sloppy. When you're working a system, speed is more accurate. It's significantly more accurate, 90 something, 96% versus 70 something percent. So remember what I need to channel myself if I am stuck on this as a jelly maker. My mantra, my new mantra is the quality is found in the quantity. I need to want quantity so that I get my quality. And if I don't, I'm going to end up working for the one who does. They're going to find a jelly maker who does want quantity and quality. And that person will probably just be my boss. And just think about that for both of those sides. The only change needed was on the inside. I just need to adjust my mindset enough to allow quantity. And for the tree shaker, I just need to adjust my insides enough to recognize the power of quality for our output. So that's today's lesson. Here's your mind-bidding leadership assignment that I'll close out with. One, two, three, four. Number one, which are you? Not both. And I would love for you who have joined our Facebook channel, Mind-Bidding Leadership Insiders, to go post your thoughts. One, two, three, four. Which one are you? Tree shaker or jelly maker? Do not say both. Which one are you naturally? Number two, were you out on the spectrum? Extreme, mid, or less? Number three, this one may be careful what you put out there, yet we're in a good place. Is that a match for what you do? Is it a, is it a match for what you do, a match for your role? And I'm sorry, I had five. Number four, where, what do you need to adjust in you, the internal change? I need to be more flexible. I need to be, I need to know more recipes if I'm a tree shaker or I'm a jelly maker. I need more flexible in the recipe. If I'm a tree shaker, I need to think a little bit more about quality without going too far. Where do I need to adjust in me? What's my internal adjustment? Number five, what could, if needed, change around you? What, what could change in your environment? It could be as simple as like, time for me to get my jelly maker. Time for me to get my tree shaker. Time for my, me to have the tough talk with my tree shaker or my jelly maker about where we're at. So that's today's lesson. Tree shakers and jelly makers, you will never forget it. And as you empower yourself and you get into this awareness, I'm telling you, you'll never see the world again and your life can change. You can build very effective teams and create that kind of generational shift that we are looking for here in the Mind Bending Leadership Tribe. I love you. I'm here for you. Reach out for whatever I can do to help you. Have a great one.